Hi everyone and welcome to the Say As It Is with Pete podcast series. I'm Pete, your host, and each week I will bring you some frank and honest conversations covering various topics from learning and development, friendships, funding, HR, strengths, recruitment, ESG, well-being, ED&I, employability, and much, much more. So let's get this week's episode underway and say as it is. Hello and welcome to another episode of Say As It Is with Pete and I'm your host as always, Pete. And I first want to apologise for any background noise you hear because if you read my LinkedIn post, I had a flood uh, this week so the humidity is quite high in my flat um, so I'm having to have all doors and windows open to air out the flat and dry out carpets and other bits and pieces so I apologise in advance. But anyway let's crack on so today we're diving deep into a topic that's close to many of our hearts and that topic today is supporting mental health in the workplace so let's get straight on to it shall we now mental health these two words carry such weight especially in our fast-paced work environments now i remember a colleague of mine a few years back who seemed perfectly fine on the outside but was battling severe anxiety so you know it's although people may look great on the outside it's all different what's going on the going on in the inside so anxiety you know look it is a silent battle many face and today we're going to be shedding a light on it and also about mental health um within the workplace so some interesting facts and statistics for you so did you know that in the uk one in four people experience a mental health problem each year and work-related stress, depression, or anxiety account for a staggering 44% of work-related ill health and 54% of working days are lost were, or were lost in 2019 and 2020. Together, that's the combined year, by the way. Uh, so between 2019 and 2020, 54% of working days were lost due to ill health. Now, you've got to remember these aren't just numbers they represent real people perhaps even someone you know now understanding mental health so what exactly is mental health now it's our emotional psychological and social well-being and just like physical health it can deteriorate So there's a misconception that mental health issues are a sign of weakness or something that can be snapped out of. And time, we now debunk these myths because we should never be saying to someone, snap out of it. Wrong thing to say when someone's talking about suicide or their mental health issues. You know, we shouldn't be projecting our own views and opinions on individuals. We should stay silent, listen and then guide or signpost where needed. And we've got to stop thinking that mental health doesn't exist because it does. And unfortunately, uh, mental health within young men um, can cause a lot of young men to commit suicide because they feel that showing signs of mental health are weaknesses. Um, If they can't cope or they're struggling, then they tend to take their own lives and you know we need to stop that stigma that's why we should always be asking people how they are not as in hi how are you and you get the standard yeah i'm fine no do a welfare check hi how are you feeling not how are you feeling today how are you feeling okay because 
we need to ask these questions. We, we've got to stop these myths that mental health doesn't exist. It's all made up. It's not. So now we look at signs and symptoms, but it's not always visible signs and symptoms of mental illness. Now, sometimes um, someone might be laughing on the outside, but struggling internally. So look for changes in behavior, withdrawing from everything every day, excessive tiredness, or even a drop in work performance. Now, it's more than just a bad day. It's a cry for help. And some people think that because someone that's so productive and does everything that suddenly over the time they've become lax and lazy and not bothered or disinterested or disengaged, it's not because they're probably not happy with their job. It's because there's something else going on. And we should take the time to stop and do a check in with them. So a bit of a bit information here for the role of the employer. Now, for the employers that are listening, listen up your team's mental health should be top priority not just in their well-being but for the success of your organization you've got to start with open conversations you could also look at flexible working and do regular check-ins and remember a mentally healthy workplace is a productive one and i've mentioned this before uh um, if you're providing mental health and well-being that can have a positive impact on your team and in turn have a productive workforce. Now, I know we all want to be productive and have, um, you know, productivity is a key for everything, but it all goes down to our ESG, our environmental, social governance, and part of that is about well-being. And can I just say, don't greenwash it or don't wellness wash it in, in a way and say you'll do all these wonderful well-being things and you don't. If you're going to do them, do them. And a bit like my episode last week, you need to build a really well-structured um, wellness program and culture within your organization. And you can do that by getting people within the organization and create a forum or a wellness forum or committee, or even speak to those that are in your teams that may be facing anxiety, depression, or mental health issues and find out what you could do for them as an individual. It's always a great saying, go direct to the source and find that out. But there are support systems and resources out there. Now, we all need a safety net, whether it's HR, a trusted colleague, a mental health first aider, or professional help. Now, there are numerous resources available from helplines to counselling services to employee advisory services. So if you see someone that is struggling, reach out. Sometimes it takes a conversation to make a massive difference. And that one conversation can make all the difference. Now, while we don't have any guests for today's episode, I just want to share a personal story. Now, there was a close friend of mine that was facing burnout recently, and he was working about 60 plus hours a week and it took a toll on him. But I'm happy to say with the right support and the understanding from his employer, who's got a really good wellness program in place, he's now thriving. It's a testament to the power of understanding and compassion. So a little bit about Q&A. Now, again, I love it when people reach out to me uh, and want to throw questions in. So again, thank you very much for uh, reaching out and providing some questions. And I received a few questions from our listeners. So one that stood out from me is, um, how can I support a colleague without overstepping? 
Well, my advice is just be there, listen. And if they are open to it, guide them to professional help. Now it's the ABC or the CPR of mental health um, first aiders. So you need to also, you can help them create a plan and that plan is guided by them. See what their support network is. See if they actually need any help, you know, give them, um, get them to suggest ideas or signpost them to certain things. And remember, when you're creating a um, a plan for or, where, or when that person's creating a plan, it's a co-creative plan, but it's got to be led by the individual, not you. And if you're a mental health first aider, you should know this. Um, but, you know, you've got to make sure that you don't overload that individual with too much to do. You know, take it step by step, check in. But if you're going to check in with them, remember to do that don't make false promises and remember silence is key when having that conversation if there's long pauses or long silence don't worry because that long pause or silence will get the individual to open up just a little bit more and if someone's been through a trauma don't make them you know don't force the trauma out of them as in don't keep questioning like, so where did it happen? How did it happen? Who was involved? What did you do? I want to know detail to detail, hour by hour, second by second. You need to tell me this. How can I help you if I don't understand it? Don't do that. That's a big red flag no-no. They will tell you in their own time. Okay? And remember, don't judge someone by their actions. Don't judge somebody. And if someone's talking about suicide, don't say, oh, think about the people you're going to leave behind and think of how unfair you're going to be. Do not do that. All right. Now, if um, any of you um, want to become a mental first aider and your organization doesn't already offer that, and I apologise because I live on a busy high street um, or main road. So I get a lot of uh, fire engines and police cars going by. But as I was saying, if you want to become a mental health first aider, then your organisation may have mental health first aider programmes available. If not, feel free to reach out to me because I am trained to uh, teach mental health first aid. Um, and I'm more than happy to put you through one of my courses. Now, so what we've done today is we've covered a lot, but I think uh, the key takeaway is this. Mental health matters, and it does. Mental health matters in the workplace, at home, it matters everywhere. So let's be the change. Let's be the support. But before we go, and before we wrap this up, I want to emphasize on a few things. Now, one is about the power of empathy. Now, empathy isn't just about understanding someone's feelings. It's about walking in their shoes. So in the workplace, this means creating an environment um, where people feel seen and heard. It's about recognizing that everyone has their battles and that a little understanding can go a long way. Now, the impact of remote working. Now, there's still a lot of people that are doing remote working, although there's this controversial conversations and debates around everybody being pulled back into the office. But for other companies, remote working worked perfectly and still does. And I know organizations that keep promoting 
uh, remote working. So with the rise of remote working, especially in these challenging times, the lines between work and home have blurred. Now, while it offers flexibility, it also brings isolation. So check in on your remote colleagues. A simple, how are you, can make the world of a difference. Or a quick phone in, welfare check, or a quick coffee chat. Now, let's grab a quick online coffee break. Um, can do a lot for somebody. Now, the importance of breaks. Now, we've all been there. Back-to-back meetings, endless emails, and tight deadlines. But remember... It's essential to take breaks. Now, what you need to do is step away from your desk, take a walk, or just breathe. Your mental well-being is more important than the next email. Now, training and workshops. So employers, invest in mental health training and workshops. So equip your teams with the tools they need Uh, to recognize, address, and support mental health issues. Knowledge is power, and in this case, it can be a lifesaver. And as I said, if you want to undertake a mental health first aid course, um, then let me know. I'm happy to arrange one for you, um, and you can undertake it with me, um, and I would be happy to pick that up with you as an individual or with with you and your teams to put you through a one-day mental health first aid course so yeah if you're interested reach out to me at pete at creativemind.zone and i can pick that up with you now ending the stigma so lastly let's talk about the elephant in the room the stigma around mental health come on guys it's 2023 and it's high time we shatter those outdated notions mental health issues are not a sign of weakness They're not something to be ashamed of. Let's normalize conversations around mental health, just as we would about physical um, ailments, okay? Let's just normalize it now. So I'll leave you with a quote uh, that resonates deeply with me. And that quote is, it's okay not to be okay, but it's not okay to stay that way. Let's be the change we wish to see, one conversation at a time. So guys, thank you for sticking with me through this episode. And remember, your mental well-being is paramount. So take care of yourself and those around you. And if today's episode has resonated with you, share it with someone who might benefit from this. So until next time, um, I've been your host, Pete. And I can't wait to see you on the next episode of Say As It Is with Pete. And remember, you can always listen back to this episode and previous episodes via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, RSS.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. And next week's episode, um, I will give you a little bit of a teaser. It is going to be um, looking at um, creating a culture of work-life balance so if any of you want to get involved in that discussion or that conversation reach out to me um, and then i can get you on to the episode and we can talk about it so until next time guys smile laugh and take care of yourself